That's right. And joining us now to talk all about podcast, the podcast guru himself, if hosting Rocket Pod once again, the mighty Chris Sinzak. Chris, how are you, man? Good. Good to be on with you guys. Hey, Eric. Nice to meet you. Great to meet you, my brother. Well, dude, another year, another um, another year's worth of stress for you, but yet another Rocket Pod, man. So talk, tell us all about it, man. Tell people everything from where to go to get their tickets to where to go to enjoy it and everything in between. Well, as always happening in Nashville, it'll be um, the weekend of March 17th through 19th. And uh, it's kind of expanded to a three-day thing now. And uh, Friday, we'll start with the uh, one of the Rare Hair pre-party concerts that uh, my friend Tyson Leslie puts together with a whole rotating cast of musicians. And also several of our expo guests will be jumping up on stage and doing a song or two. Um, including Eric Martin and Stevie Rochelle. And uh, nice. uh, I think Monty Colvin from Galactic Cowboys is going to get up there. Jason McMaster, um, several of the guests will get up there and do that. Um, then everyone will be hung over the next day for the Rock and Pod Expo <laughs> on, on Saturday morning. Uh, yeah, because our pre-party concert is on St. Patrick's Day. I didn't think that all the way through, I don't think. Um, <laughs> but uh, so everybody be uh, ready for the expo. That'll be at the National Fairgrounds this time. We, we're, we're not doing it in the hotel this time. Uh, hotels have gotten incredibly greedy since the lockdown. Uh, that's a sure. long story. But uh, so bigger space, biggest space we've ever had. And uh, we've got over 50 guests coming this time. We've got, uh, I think, uh, close to 60 different types of vendors with uh, vinyl, memorabilia, comics, horror, pop culture, all kinds of stuff. Uh, be panel discussions. Uh, live in live live interviews of podcasters interviewing some of the guests there'll be a podcaster education track for branding and marketing and how to start a podcast and all that good stuff and uh lots of alcohol as always because it's <laughs> a, it, we like to kind of call it the unconvention because a lot of conferences are very stuffy and sterile this is sure. more of a, a party with some business getting done at the same time but it's more of hanging out then Saturday night is Keel Fest, but Ron Keel's label is doing that. That's uh, at a place called Bowie's Downtown. So if okay. you want to experience the insanity of downtown Nashville and all the woo girls and all that shit, um, come to that. <clears throat> That'll be uh, Keel, Ron Keel band, uh, a Steeler sort of reunion with Rick Fox and Mitch Perry on guitar, and uh, Crashing Wayward in the Fifth, two bands from their label. Right. And then... sure. Sunday is uh, the is more of a pop culture and comic convention at the fairgrounds, but then also okay. we're going to do a movie screening of Kiss Exposed from the 80s with Courtney Cronin Dole, Don Jameson, and Craig Gass doing kind of mystery science theater commentary to it, which nice. we, we did that with Phantom last year, and it was a big hit. And then the last thing of the weekend is the Punchlines and Backlines show with those comedians doing sets. Eric Martin from Mr. Big is going to do comedy for the first time. So that should be really an adventure. Eric Martin. Yep. Wow. He's going to, he's going to do stand-up comedy for the first time in his life. Is he funny? I mean, I I've interviewed yeah. him a bunch of times. He never really came across as like a ha ha guy. He might be getting some uh, help with the material. That's all. All right. All <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I saw an acoustic show he did last year and, and uh, he was pretty funny in between the songs. But uh, okay. and, and then he's going to do one of his Eric Martin's big acoustic things to uh, close out the night. So, yeah, that's uh, that's all three days kind of in a nutshell. Very cool, man. He roasted uh, he roasted Johnny Monaco recently. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, it was like at a it must have been some kind of after party uh for some event we had done in the florida keys it was for that uh festival i did out there chris 
Uh, and I guess Rock there was <laughs> some after party. And Jason and Johnny walked in and Eric was up there jamming or something. He goes, oh, look who it is, Johnny Monaco. You want to tune my guitars, Johnny? You know, oh, like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> we, Johnny got a taste of his comedy. Nice. Very cool. Has well, anyone well, ever picked up on the fact that Johnny Monaco seems like the modern rock and roll version of Walter Matthau? <laughs> and i mean that as a compliment because walter totally. Matthau was brilliant but johnny yeah. just he's the 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 standard curmudgeon that uh you know <laughs> right. never perks up but is always funny right no he, he certainly is. is well dude i mean at this juncture now 2023 podcasts there's more podcasts than anybody can listen to honestly yeah. i think for the first time maybe not the first time but the, maybe just the last two years, I'll say it's gotten to be where it is oversaturated to the point that it's difficult to discover new stuff for the first time. Do you feel like rock and pod really gives fans that are just fans of this music more, more than, than just people looking for podcasts. Do you think it gives them a better opportunity to kind of hone in on some of the better podcasts to, to, you know, meet the guys, but more or less to, to see how they interact and see how they, how they act, you know, toward, toward their craft. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, and it's, it's become a, like a kind of a bubble community in, in and of itself. Like our, our family kind of gets bigger every year. Cause we always have new shows that sign up. We do have sure. some that come back every year, but um, it's, and also a lot of people are doing like what you're doing with the, you know, YouTube live streams, live streams sure. since the pandemic have really taken off. Mm -hmm. um, so we have several of those coming too. And, and I view it, it's, yeah, maybe it's not quote unquote a podcast, but it's content creation and it's all talking about rock and metal and it's, it serves the same purpose. So to me, they're all in the same boat, but, uh, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> a lot of great networking goes on at this thing. I mean, yeah, well, everybody has fun, but, uh, you know, a lot of people wind up doing show trades and stuff like that. We've had sure. shows that have launched from people that met at rock and pod, which is cool. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, it is a, it's a very crowded market these days. That's for sure. Yeah. And, 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 you know, the, the thing is, is I, and, and I, I'll admit that I was dead wrong about it. I said a year ago that this would thin out when, when everybody went back to touring, right. All the, I, I just assumed everybody that, especially guys that were in bands, yeah. Eric, uh, I, I just assumed that everybody would be like, all right, well, fuck it. I'm done with that now. Now it's time to just go back to work and go mm -hmm. back to making music. I haven't seen that. It seems like the musician guys that are still doing pot that were doing podcasts kind of like doing it. So they've kind of continued on, which is, I guess that's a good thing. Well, it's kind of like, uh, you know, I like it in podcasting too. It's, it's the friendships you had in high school, just, you get to make them as a middle-aged person, you know, because sure. it's, if you're a typical person that goes to an office all day works, yeah, you have small talk with people, but you don't get into like deep dives on, you know, yeah. a Tangier record or some shit, you know, it's a, it's, you get to really kind of hone in on stuff and spend time. And I think for the artists, I think a lot of them kind of rediscovered their fandom doing shows like this. Cause they got to talk about what they, they were brought up on and stuff. So, yeah, I, I mean, some shows have kind of come to a stop and I, I don't think Lizzie Hale's doing hers anymore, but, um, is Rob Flynn still doing? Yeah, his? Rob Flynn here. still does his. his. Yeah. 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 But I, I do love the fact that a lot of them picked up a mic and started doing their own shows. Cause I, I, you know, it, it does nothing but help the platform, which of course in turn helps people like me that try to put a spotlight on it. But to me, I mean, I bring in 
a lot of these guests. I bring in the celebrity guests, and I'm happy to see them because I'm a fan. But sure, to me, it's all it's all bait to turn to get people in the door to turn them on to <laughs> rock podcasting because that's my ulterior motive every year. Right, exactly, and and as it should be. I mean, hell, if you're if you're not saying brought to you by Decibel Geek every time, you're not doing your job because that's you know you're you're putting all the hours in. You should get the most residual from it. No. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely helped my show. I mean, I would definitely, you know, even shows that are involved will check out my show. Well, we'll see what his show is like. So the funniest part is I don't get to do really any podcast when I'm there. I'm running around like a crazy person the whole time. Right, right. No no question, man. Well, dude, you know, I, I can't say this enough because I, I've put together shows in the past and they're smaller. They're not huge. You know, it's three, four bands, whatever, one day. 50 artists all over the country, you know, bringing them all together, getting a schedule together, then 60 podcasts, getting that all scheduled and all that together. That is an undertaking I would not want to do in a year, let alone, you know, in a short period of time. So, you know, talk a little bit about that for you, because I know every year you walk out of this saying, never doing this shit again. And then you sort of change your mind. But you know, it is a massive undertaking, and I don't think people understand just how much of an undertaking it is. It's a big one. And, I mean, I have a great team of people that help me with it. I mean, we've got uh, this girl, Tracy, that she does the scheduling, and it's uh, she scheduled up 200 interviews last year. I think we're going to go over 300 this time, just playing matchmaker with podcasters and guests. Right. That's a huge part of it. I've got a guy named Mark that helps with the vendors. It, it, there's Andy who does the sound and audio. There's there's a whole team of people behind me, and of course, if it wasn't for my wife, I uh, I'd be in the nut house right now. <laughs> it, it, it takes it takes a lot of work and a lot of effort. And uh, yes, I am definitely at the no doing this again point. But I mean, nobody takes me seriously anymore when I say that. <laughs> no doubt, dude. Chris, I'll tell you what, why don't we take, we're going to take just a quick break for one minute. I want you to reconnect because somehow your internet went to total hell here, but um, we'll take a quick break and we will come back more with more from Chris and Zach right after this. It is Chris Aiken present. And we are back with Chris and Zach from the rock and pod expo happening next month in Nashville. And uh, Chris, I got to ask you this and I don't want you to identify anybody by name, but you obviously have made a bunch of friends doing this and, you know, meeting so many people who have you met and dealt with, or don't not, not who, but have you met and dealt with people that now after dealing with them, you're like, Nope, no more of that guy out of my, out of my, my zone. Joshua Toomey. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> um, yeah, Chris <laughs> yeah, Chris <Aiken. laughs> Well, we still got to get Chris down here for one of these. I'm he, I'm he the worst at travel. I'm the worst <laughs> at travel. It's 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 hard for me to get out and travel. It's hard for me to be away from the businesses. I just have so much shit going on that I never can get down. But can we sent Charlie Cat. We sent Charlie Cat down there to represent us. We get her a hotel room and in a bag <laughs> in a lake. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> No, like, I hope it's cat area. friendly at this rock and pod thing. Is it cat friendly? No. Yeah, it should be. There's no How about no? It it's pussy fun. friendly. How's that? <laughs> How's that? I'm gonna need to find out. <laughs> well, dude, I, I mean, I mean, dude, I no. mean, obviously the um the rock and pod, like we were saying before, it is such an such an overwhelming 
undertaking to do. And with that said, man, I mean, what is it that drives you back to it every year? Cause like we were joking a little bit, you always say, this is it last one, blah, blah, blah. Mm. What drives you back to it? Because it is, you know, I cannot even explain to people how difficult this has to be. Even with a team of people, it still has to make mm. you pull your hair out and yet your hair is longer than it's ever been. So you're not pulling too yeah. much of it out. So, right. you know, what is it that brings you back every year? I've kind of just determined I'm a masochist. I think I like the abuse. That's all I can figure. I, I don't know. It's it's weird. It's like I'll <clears throat> I'll go through it and it's, you know, it's it's a pain. It's mostly just, you know, seeing everybody have a good time, helping the helping the music podcast world grow. Um, also putting a spotlight on, you know, the artists and the bands we like, you know. So it's just because I don't know, mainstream media just blows as far as doing any yeah. coverage on a lot of these artists. That's the biggest thing. It's just one of the reasons i started doing a podcast to, to begin with was just like mm -hmm. well the radio won't talk about these bands but i will so i mean that's the big driving force is i just i love the music but uh to get back to your question a minute ago yeah there's been uh most of the guests are, are always really cool um sure. but i've had a couple that were problem children for sure <laughs> um without naming the name i had one uh this last time that you know the, the part of the agreement if you come as a guest is you you do have to do interviews with some of the podcasts because they come to get content mm -hmm. so and a lot of the guests are happy to do it because they get to promote whatever they're they're pushing right. okay but this one particular guest was more interested in selling merch at his table and did not want to do any interviews with any of the shows and this uh. is after we we set up the schedule got all the the podcast told them hey you're interviewing this person at this time right and then halfway through the day, he's like, no, I'm not doing them. Um, I'll do them. I'll do them after the expo. Uh, have them meet me in the lobby at like 630. What? And I'm like, do you not understand that people have lives and probably have plans? And like, how douchey of it? Or that's what it, this event know? is for. Yeah. <laughs> no, but to him, it was to make money. And that was all it was about, was coming to make money. Uh. And, and also this same person, this old guy showed up with, I can't, I'm trying not to give away who it is. This old guy showed up with something that this person put out long, long time ago. And mm -hmm. this guy's been a follower of his for decades. Sure. And this, he was telling me and my wife, the story about how honored it what he was to meet this guy. And it was just a heartwarming story. The guy came from like Nebraska or something to meet him. All right. So the next day I'm doing another event with this guy to wrap the, the weekend up. And, uh, I bring up the guy in conversation. And the guy goes, oh, that guy wouldn't get the fuck out of my table. He, like he, just, <laughs> I was trying to sell my stuff and he just kept yammering on about stuff. And I'm like, really? Uh, so yeah, <laughs> I mean that, but I mean, I can count on one hand, the number of bad yeah. apples. Most of them are all are thankful and happy sure. to meet fans and podcast. They're just happy to, and it's like a reunion for a lot of them. Cause a lot of them know each other, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, well, just, yeah. it's fun gathering. Yeah, it definitely is, man. It, it, you know, the thing too is, and you mentioned it briefly, is this is how these guys have to promote now. I mean, it just, we we had uh, Terry Elouse from XYZ on um, last week. And at the end of the interview, he, was, he, he literally went out of his way to say, thanks for having me on. This is the only way I can get the word out about yeah. my music because it's just not out there anymore. You know, there's... There's one channel, maybe two on Sirius XM, and then, and then everything else is re relegated to hopefully making it into some Spotify playlist or something. Yeah. There's just not anywhere for it other than 
what we're all doing, which is really trying to help help the scene stay alive as much as it can. I don't think any of us have any false notion. And I think that's another thing that's interesting about podcasting versus radio. Mm. In radio, it seems like they're doing it so that they can build themselves, whether it's to build their show or build their station or whatever. Yeah, we all want our shows to get more popular. But in the end, I think all of us, we started because we were fans of whatever it was that we were fans of. And we're all still kind of fans of whatever we were fans of. None of us have, none of us have gone and said, well, I used to do this because I was doing a Pantera podcast, but now it's Chris Aiken presents. God damn it. Let's, let's hear about me. You know, it's like, <laughs> it, it just hasn't gotten that way. Podcasters, at least us OGs like me or you, yeah. you know, it's kind of, we've sort of stayed in our lane, which is rare in media. Yeah, well, it's it's a big difference from radio because radio it's all con- and like Aaron Camaro, who's my co-host, he came from the radio world. He was yeah, a DJ too. in Wisconsin for years, and you too. And when when he started doing it with me, I would say, "Oh, so and so from this other podcast wants to do an episode with us," and he'd be like, "Fuck those guys!" And I'd be like, <laughs> "What are you talking about?" And he's like, "That's not how it works." I'm like, "No," and the, and I, I it didn't take me long to. F- for him to or for him to figure it out, I was just like, sure. no, it's because in radio it's cutthroat. You do oh, not yeah. mingle. You don't with even your mention the other guy. You don't yeah. mention their station. Yeah, but you know? but in podcasting, it's all about you know all it was to say uh, all Cross boats rose the tide or what, whatever it was. I don't yeah. know what the, the quote, but it, it just you, you work together. That's the best way to build an audience because you get people that are like minded that have the same type of followers. Mm-hmm. And uh, but no, no, it's it's just a fun community, and I, I've made some of the best friendships I've ever made just through doing a podcast. Right on, man. And, and I mean, obviously, you know, for people that don't know your podcast, decibel geek has been going, I don't know what, 300 years now. It's been <laughs> so, feel, feels like rocking pods been going for 300 years, but uh, no, t- 12 years as of uh, April. Oh. So yeah, we're almost at the 12 year mark now. Yeah. You guys are, you guys are, you're, you're one of the original, you know, I always talk about, you know, back in the old days because obviously at the very beginning of the metal podcast it was cms and talking metal and that was yeah. about it as far as as far oh, as podcast and butler show <laughs> and butler and it, but even I, I mean i remember when butler came in he came in he came in after after us i don't remember i think talking metal was right around the same time but told the story before i had to learn how to code mm. rss feed because there was yeah. nothing like now where you just upload it and it's it's all written. Yeah. You know, it's back then easier. it was like, back then it was like, okay, bracket, iTunes, bracket, A, href equals, quote, link, quote, you know, description, time. And if you did anything wrong, the shit yeah. would error out. It yeah. was a pain in the ass. Oh, and, and I remember it, when I got into you was, I think it was, uh, what was rob show rob uh kern show oh um, oh what was that show the i can't Oman remember the name of their show yeah it was like i used to Oman. love it um yeah him and eric show but it was that they had you on and you were making like your comeback because you had right. been off i'd off been off the air for two for years yeah. yeah and then i heard from other people like oh the, oh holy shit chris aiken's gonna do a show again and i'm like who the fuck is chris aiken <laughs> and then it didn't take me long i'm like okay now i get it but yeah because uh, <laughs> And it, you're you're a lot more mellow now than you used to be. You yeah. used to be a lot more rageful back in those days. Yeah, I'm not as angry. You know, that's what happens when you get rid of a dead, dead, dead weight wife. 
but um, you know, it, it kind of it mellows you out quite a bit. But yeah, I'm not as I'm not as angry as I used to be. But you know, I I hope I'm still somewhat funny. So I better you be are. doing 15 shows. You know, I better be doing something right. But yeah, I don't know how you juggle all that. Well, neither do I. <laughs> I well, I do know it's called no sleep. But but dude. <laughs> Obviously, man, I, I cannot be happier for you that, that the Rocket Pod has not only go, continued to go, but continues to grow. I'm not even going to ask you if there's going to be another one because I know there is, even though you'll tell me today there's not, but there will be. So, but for now, in case there's not, where should we tell people to go to get their tickets, to get their passes, to get themselves set up, hotel information, all of that stuff? Everything is at rockinpod.com, R-O-C-K, the letter N-P-O-D.com. Simple as that. It's got all the links for all the all the events, all the concerts, the hotel. It's got everything on there that you could need. Very cool. And is the hotel going to be like another one of these um, after-party party type things? Everybody goes back to the hotel and it just turns into a circus? Or I'm sure it will. Um, <laughs> all of our events are outside the hotel, but I'm sure the hotel lobby and bar is going to be well-frequented. I already warned them. I was like, you're going to have a bunch of middle-aged dudes in black t-shirts and cargo shorts ready to drink. So <laughs> get ready. I cannot imagine that you guys are doing this over St. Patrick's day too. Yeah. Jesus God, as if there's not enough people in the bars and in the streets in, in Nashville. Now you're going to add that lunacy. Ooh. You, you really are a glutton for punishment. Be a bunch of millennials walking around and they stumble into Bowie's and all of a sudden Ron Keel's right in their face. It's going to be funny. <laughs> well, dude, speaking of that, we've got Keel on in a little while to talk all nice. about that. It's it's We definitely made Rock and Pod as our theme tonight other than other than the horrific Grammys. But um, no, it's it, dude, it's a great event. I cannot, even though I have not been there, which is definitely one of my crimes in life that I have not been there. And I will admit it, you know, I should be there. Unfortunately, for years, we had the problem of my other co-host that was an ass about, about you know, the Rockin' Pod Expo. But I, I know this about myself. I have always been a supporter, even though I haven't been there. I think we've had you on every year to promote it on whatever show I was doing. I will mm -hmm. continue to support it because, like you, I want to see podcasting and not celebrity podcasting. That's one thing that I don't yeah. necessarily care about. I like that us guys that are just guys are making a go and yeah. bringing the music to people. And you obviously are making a much bigger amount of noise than me and most people. Cause you're, you're taking it to an actual event, man. So kudos to you. Well, let me um, just state, I, I haven't announced it yet, I, but the, you know, we do a program that we hand out to everybody and, and we, last time <clears throat> we dedicated it to Gary Corbett, who was a good friend of ours that believed cool. in the event who had passed away. Um, this next year will be a couple of people that we're going to dedicate rock and pod to. And one of them will be Bob Nalbandian because Bob yeah, was very good. incredibly influential on me and always in my corner, big supporter of yeah. rock and pod from day one. And, uh, yeah, that guy is so missed. And, uh, it was my dream to always get him to come. And we actually were talking about it a few months ago. Sure. And he was just like, I'm, I'm sick right now. I can't do it. But, uh, yeah, it's, we're going to dedicate it in, in his honor. Very good, man. I mean, look, and I'll admit that, man, that, that guy's death just crushed me. It's like my I best friend that I've ever had die. And it's like horrible. I mean, just, just a horrible, horrible thing. It's, it's ironic. You bring Bob up today. I literally, right before the show, right before Eric and I started, got an email from his sister 
you know, thanking me and Matt for doing, we've been doing these, um, these, you know, as if I don't have enough to do, we've been doing interview upon interview upon interview of, um, his friends, both rock friends, you know, the Ellisons of the world and whatnot, and, and not rock friends, just people we know that were just his regular friends to do like a real proper tribute for his family, not, not necessarily even for, for friends. And, and I mean, the the amazing thing from talking to all these people nobody has a bad thing they can say no one no, no one has you know and i and i get that there there's when i die when i drop dead there'll be a lot of people saying a lot of nice things but there'll be some other people that'll be like you know what fuck him good you know, you know, he was Koreans. There'll be a lot of Koreans that are yeah, exactly, upset. Right? Yeah. Exactly. But there will be some people that'll have some negative. Every single person that knew Bob loved and respected Bob. And he never, I mean, he, without being a kiss ass, he was, he was just like one of us and he was happy to be part of the scene and happy to see the scene grow, man. He's deeply missed by, yeah. You know, by me is far more than just a, as a friend, of course, but also as a as a compadre. I mean, shit, the reason I built the CMS network was because Bob was up my ass about constantly. He was like, dude, you got to turn this into a business. You got to stop doing everything for free. You, you've earned the right. You can do this and that. And I mean, he really pushed me to yeah. where I took his advice and built it. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, ugh, I just wish he was going to be here to see it. And, you know, it. And again, I'm going into a Bob tangent, but but the weirdest shit when Metallica just put out their single, the the suicide song, that crappy song mm-hmm. that they just put out. Mm-hmm. I my first thought in my head was this is the first song Metallica has ever released, even going to No Life to Leather, the demo that Bob doesn't get to hear. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that mm. fucking song. You might be hearing it. We don't know that. Yeah. The frequency might be reaching. Come out. on, stop it. Believe me when I tell you, existence. Bob was Bob was like me. Once you're dead, you're dead. <laughs> well, he just, might have found out that that's not true. Well, maybe he did. Let's hope he did. Well, that's right. But <laughs> one thing that is not dead, the Rock and Pod Expo next month over there in Nashville. Make sure you go rockandpodexpo.com, correct? Uh, just rockandpod.com. That'll, Rock that'll and pod. take you right there. Yeah. Make sure that I get it right. Go over there, and uh, Chris, as always, man, it's great catching up with you, sir. And um, I hope that uh, there's so many people that you have to turn them away, like a Vicky Vincent does show. And who? <laughs> Vicky Vincent. Vicky Vincent. Ricky. He Vincent. knows. He knows oh. what I mean. <laughs> oh, we could fill up three hours with that story, but oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> well, dude, as always, man, great talking to you, man, and um, good luck with the expo, man. I hope it does great. Right. Thanks, fellas. It was great to talk to you. All right, bro. Take care, man. See you.